What episode are we on now? I think seven, eight. Is it seven? seven? I think it's episode seven. I think it's episode. I don't know how to tell. All right, we are here for episode seven of F on My Life with Cam and Bria, a Formula One podcast. And why are we talking like this? We. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm weird. I'm awkward. See, you needed to do the warm up. And we just. I didn't need to do no warm up. Um, and we just watched um, the, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix Grand just Prix. happened this last weekend. Yeah, it was amazing. And so much craziness happened. I'm so glad we already talked about Quali um, just for this specific one because I feel like Azerbaijan was a cluster. Yeah. So good. It was crazy. From top to bottom. Also, much. it's incredibly early in the morning. Cam and I made a mistake. We went to bed at 2 a.m. Yeah. Thinking that that was a good idea. Um, I don't know why we think that that's a good idea. It's like 2 a.m. and we're both like kind of fussing around on our phones, chatting. And I like turn over to Cam and I'm like, we really should consider like sleeping in and getting <laughs> up in a little bit, like getting up after the race is done. But it's cumbersome, right? Because you got to turn off your F1 notifications. You got to inform people on Instagram. You got to. To watch it later. Yes. You know, and everyone's messaging now. And then it physically hurt to get up for Azerbaijan. I think that's the only downside to Formula One is like the early, like the early days. Oh God! It like was how hard. how early it comes on, but like I'm yawning they at the cater of it. they cater to Europe, right? Because in Europe, like they're like what five six hours ahead of us at least yeah. five hours in the UK. So it's like if it airs at seven o'clock here, it's what at least Three. like yeah noon there. I I can't do that man. It's like noon noon if not later, which is such a nice time. Imagine watching F one at like around lunchtime on a Sunday. That's great. I can only do Mario Kart math. I can't do time math. Oh god. (laughs) Yeah, you're good at the Mario Kart math. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we got up early and we watched it, and I was even. I'm glad we did. Yeah. Because like I was like thinking, I was like, yeah, maybe we just watch it later because it's seven in the morning, but. Quickly no. though, quickly though, and, and, and we'll get to this part of the race, but I don't like to go on crazy tangents. When they red flagged the race with the plan to resume the race, yeah, I literally was talking to Cam about how excited I was to go to bed, and it was like two laps before going back to bed, or like, you know, before the podium, before the whole race was done, and we waited for like 20 or 30 minutes, and I was like, the F1 gods just can't be on my side today. I wanted to go back to bed so badly. Yeah. Then it got red flag. So let's start from the top, man. So Charles Leclerc got pole um, and started on pole, obviously. <laughs> um, that's what pole means. Yeah, he started the race on pole and. Um, <laughs> F1 for beginners. Yeah, so I can't really remember how the grid started, to be honest. So the grid started, I have it up Was for it us Lewis Hamilton here. in a second? Yeah, so we had Charles Leclerc. Hamilton, Verstappen, and Gasly. Yeah. Um, as the front, t- the two front rows, Signs, Norris, Perez, Sonoda, Alonso, Bottas. Okay. Yeah. And I just want to say that like Vettel started in eleventh. Okay. I think I just need to say that. Yeah. So the first couple laps were really eventful. Yeah, we had like Charles Leclerc out there. Um, I mean, he he got a nice like he got he got away. Yeah. Pretty quickly, but um, very soon after, 
I don't know. I guess he just didn't have like the speed throughout the race because he was ahead and then he kind of just like dropped out of it. Yeah. Pretty slowly, like you know, everyone. Yeah, gradually people just started, you know, passing him. Passing him, and next thing you know, he was like, I don't even know where he finished. He was like, he was in fifth, I think. Was he in fifth? Fifth, I think. Gasly, I believe, got fourth, and then I think Leclerc. Yeah, he was fourth. Oh, he was fourth. My mistake. That that isn't too bad. I mean, I mean, considering everything that happened. Yeah. That's. I mean, he easily got. I mean, I guess everybody got two places bumped. Yeah. um, Because of what happened, but. yeah, it was like it was an interesting race. Um, you know, just okay. Like before, even like the first five laps are done, Leclerc is you know like woohoo, your P one or your pole, and then it's like okay, Hamilton um, takes control of the race and yeah. you know edges Leclerc out, and you know starts you know us all in our worst nightmares about him just leading another race for fifty one laps and everyone going to bed angry listening to the UK anthem yeah but that's not what happened um so i can't remember when did hamilton get passed like he was p1 leclerc was p2 verstappen's p3 um so i guess before even hamilton perez did an amazing job of like sticking to max's ass basically yeah (laughs) sorry mom it's literally what he did right yeah he did a great job Perez was um Perez had a hell of a race that's for damn sure I mean he kind of really like proved himself in Azerbaijan for sure that he's like when he can put it together he's definitely got what it takes to not only like be competitive but in this case like win the whole thing thing. which was um which was like amazing to see but yeah, just a crazy turn of events. I mean, there wasn't really, like, any crazy, like, like in terms of just the drivers, um, like, their performance. Like, I don't know, like... There was a lot of fun stuff that happened. No, 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 I'm saying, but just in general, like, because we always, like, we'll get into, like, all the other stuff. Oh, but, like, so I mean, Alonso like... Alonso was out within the first four laps. Alonso? Or, sorry, Ocon. No, yeah. Um, Esteban Ocon was out. Ocon DNF'd. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell as well. What happened to Russell? I I can't remember what happened to Russell. Up. I know Latifi got a thirty second penalty for not understanding yeah. the red flag, and yeah. nor did his uh, race engineer apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Bottas had a horrible race. Absolutely so horrible race. Let's leave Hamilton, Leclerc, Verstappen, Perez, Gasly, and Vettel to the side just okay, for a second, okay? okay? okay, okay. Because I feel like there's so much, and I see it in your eyes. You're like, what do we do? So starting from the bottom, okay, Ocon is gone. Russell, we need to figure out what the actual happened to him. Giovinazzi, nobody cared about during this race because he just kind of did mediocre. Um, he got an 11th, but nobody cares because there's no points associated with 11th. Did you hear about Mick Schumacher and Nikita? Mazepin. So they got a little tiffy at the end. Um, Mick went to, you know, turn and Nikita, you know, Mazepin just decides to like not know any limits to himself. Like he's just this kind of jerk of a guy. And he encroached on him and Schumacher got like really upset about it. And Haas had to like relay that, you know, they smoothened it over at the end. But I mean, Nikita Mazepin is just an absolute jerk on the, on and off. I feel like the track and, 
I'm just not very impressed with him. Mm. What happened with Latifi? Um, I don't remember. You sent me that, uh, you told me about his track, or his um, oh, race Oh, when they were saying, yeah, what they said. That was Azerbaijan, right? Mm-hmm. So what happened was they were like, oh no, when it was a red flag, his race engineer gets on the radio and was like, stay out, stay out. And he was like, to a driver, he's assuming that means like, stay out of the pit lane. Yeah, right? that's what so I So he think. passes the pit lane because his engineer said verbatim, stay out. And then the, his race engineer was like, why didn't you come to the pit lane? And he's like, you said stay out. And he's like, no, I meant like stay out of like the actual pit but come into the pit lane he's like well if you say stay out i'm assuming it means stay out of the pit lane entirely as most english so he's like why would you he's like why would you say that if like he's like that doesn't make any sense and this engineer was like oh yeah i'm sorry so that's kind of slammed with a 30 second penalty yeah that's kind of how that went down and yeah you know that's the thing with the fia norris kind of dealt with the same thing like it it can be an honest mistake, but they do have, it seems like, a zero-tolerance policy when it comes to flags. flags and not adhering to what you're supposed to do on those because it's like you can't just give guys, like, free passes to kind of just, just because speed through yellows and, you know, ignore blues, which Mazepin does all the time. And Jerk. Just because nothing bad happened doesn't mean that you shouldn't know the rules. And yeah. I think... Especially for these young drivers like Norris, Latifi, um, who are newer to F1 than, let's say, like Verstappen or Hamilton or Perez, you know, I think it's good to reinforce that. And I hate it because, I mean, Lando got hit with a grid penalty due to the red flag during quali, you yeah, know, and, and, yeah. and that was the three grid penalty instead of the five grid penalty. And it, yeah, it sucks. And he's one of my favorite drivers. So for me, I know that was like kind of like, well, nothing bad happened. But how else are they going to learn, you know? Um, how else are they going to reinforce those rules? Because when a red flag situation happens, you got to get off the, you yeah. know, you got to get off the, um, yeah. the track. And it's not his fault, but I mean, yeah, that's the reason that Hamilton didn't finish in dead last, um, and that obviously Latifi finished in last. Um, you brought up, you know, Bottas had a really terrible race. Yeah. He didn't really do anything. That, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what went on there. I didn't even watch any like post race stuff with him either. But like, I guess there's just no real explanation. I mean, both of the Mercedes had like a hard. Don't do it. A hard time. <laughs> it's contagious. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, both of them like in quali and whatnot. Yeah, they had a bit of a hard time um, getting the cars up there, but. Um, I mean, Hamilton only got up there because of the toe. Yeah, nothing nothing too too insane. insane. You know, it's funny because I saw a lot of memes this week. I think I sent you one today yeah. about, like, Toto Wolf when, like, Bottas messes up on something small and insignificant. He's, like, about to throw something out the window. But when Hamilton, like, messes up on something, like, grave, costing them, like, 25 points, yeah. he, he's like, oh, we race as a team. We race as one. <laughs> so, like, it's so... Um, it's so unbalanced, but it is what it is. Bottas just didn't perform. I think he came out, what was it, in 12th. He qualified in 10th. I mean, there's, I, I don't see a reason for why he, he did so poorly, especially when one, two, three, four people DNF'd. Oh, man. But, I mean, that is what it is. Um, 
you know, Raikkonen finished in 10th, so good job, Kimmy. You got points. He was a pretty, like, um, I think he was a pretty steady driver. He he did something with his four places that um, were taken out. He started, I think, in, like, 14th, and he came up to 10th. Yeah. So, great. He did a good job. Ricardo. Ricardo. Nothing happening with this guy. We talk about Vettel, we talk about Ricardo, but I mean... I mean, we're doing like back-to-back street circuits, you know, like... I mean, Ricardo's supposed to be good at these. I guess. You know, I guess. I don't know. It's a weird... I don't know. It's a weird thing. I'm yawning a lot. Well... We've talked a lot about Vettel and Ricardo just not making their mark, obviously. Vettel... What is it? As Crofty says, pull his elbows out, you know, and he like raced his ass off. Yeah, Vettel had uh, an amazing race, obviously finishing in second. Is ass a bad word? Which is no, not really. <laughs> um, it's just an animal. Um, <laughs> donkey, children, donkey. Yeah, he um, ended up in second. He he had a crazy race, man. Like. <gasps> Do you need a coffee? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, yeah, Vettel had a crazy race. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, he just passed, like, everybody, man, and made it all the way up. Although there was, like, the um, restart. And I think that's pretty advantageous to a lot of people in particular. Um, and I think he obviously definitely took a lot of advantage um, in that situation. But, I mean... Regardless of what the circumstances are, like, it wasn't like it was a wet race or anything crazy like that. Like, everything for the, for the most part was fairly, like, standard. Like, you stop, you have a red flag, you, you do a standing start and everything like that. So, like, for him, like, yeah, that was incredibly well earned. And, um... He battled really well. I mean, he went wheel to wheel with Leclerc, with Gasly, with the teams. I mean, he rose... From 11th, so yeah. if you do the math, all right, he should have ended up in somewhat like 7th place with yeah. all the DNFs and stuff. Yeah. If you think about it, like, you know, the major DNFs, he was P2. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, exceptional. I, I just, it was amazing to see Vettel um, the way he was. And I, he's, like, this on and off the track, right? I, I say I always enjoy him because off the track, he's, like, buddy-buddy with Mick, you know, which is, like, a cute little... He's nice with everybody, yeah, though. Yeah, he always he's gives, like, like you nice know, guy. Max, like, the, um, the, like, pep talk after. Like, he's just a nice guy, but it was nice to see the nice guy not finish last this time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, he did an amazing job, and I was really proud of Vettel, and I think it proved what I was saying maybe to be wrong. Like, maybe this isn't the last that we're seeing of Vettel, because he was just kind of middle, middle of the ground, you know, and now we're seeing him... Yeah. But I mean, the argument can't be made. I mean, he he got he got on podium in one race that had some craziness go on too, right? So like, it's uh, and again, it's like it's like I I feel like with these street circuits, it's kind of hard to tell exactly where or what is going to happen. Um, so you hear Sonoda yelling in the background. Yeah, Sonoda lost his mind. Um, <laughs> like it's it's hard to tell. Um, exactly where people are going to end up but they're going to go back to like regular circuits now i'm excited for france i will say that i'm excited for france i'm excited to see what like regular races do you know i was really expecting mercedes to come out of the like the pit lane like just like their elbows out like 
just trying to be the best that they could after the horror that was Monaco. Yeah. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. So I guess getting into the nitty gritty of what happened at that race, it was, I think, between a couple of different drivers. First we had in, I think it was like lap 30, 31. Yeah. Stroll's horrific accident crash. I mean, that was hard to watch, I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah. You know, he, and for a second I thought that he was just, um, I thought that he had tried to pull like a, kind of a, like a, like a cool move or something. Because you know how sometimes he can be a little bit cocky and he like tries to make aggressive moves. But when I saw the he replay. Was on a straight. I know, I, I, you know when you first hear about it, you're like, mm, that's just Lance Stroll being Lance Stroll. But then when I saw it, I mean, he was literally on a straight, uh, what appeared to be maybe going down the pit lane uh, or entering the pit lane. And his tire just burst yeah it's kind of weird because like i mean i yeah when i first saw that i wasn't sure if maybe he lost grip on the back or something but like like i mean initially in the first few seconds you're like oh what the hell happened but it was like very apparent that he like a tire just burst on him for you know they were saying at the time for whatever reason but yeah he was like lucky because that was that i mean he was lucky he was on a straight because if you were going through a turn or something mm-hmm. or it was like a chicane or something like that, like who knows how badly that could have been. Although he was still going like pretty fast. It's going really fast. You down know, like straight. it's a it's a straight. Like you're going pretty much as fast as you can down a straight. Um, but that was kind of insane. And that launched like the first conversation into what the heck happened, you know. They were saying that he um, was going on the, you know, the hard um, tires, and yeah. he was under the 45 laps. He I was believe. way under. He was at obviously it was at 30, so these yeah. were new tires or you know semi-new tires if they were from Quali. They're under the 45, you know, um, guideline that Pirelli gives to racers to use their tires. So the drivers. They're. What did I say? Racers. racers. I don't know if I don't know if racers is exactly yeah, the racers or race technically drivers. anyone who races, like whether it be sprinting or. I'm a racer. Yeah. I race on the road you every can day. Can race anything. Work. Yeah. I fast walk race. Can race to see who eats their dinner quickest. It's I do a race. That. Technically, you're a racer. I race to do that. No, the thing is, like Pirelli, like, and I, I didn't Pirelli. I didn't realize this until like later, like when we started watching Formula One, but like they the the hard medium and soft tires are not all the same they like shift it based on their tire compound so it's not that the hard tires are not like hard enough or whatever but like it's just that they've selected the wrong they should have gone with hard even harder tires for this race and um that was apparent with lance stroll and then also unfortunately apparent with max verstappen that was a hard wrenching it was i'll never forget the moment where the commentators were talking about how you know max is leading and without any issues like he's gonna make it to the end and i remember in my mind thinking like an indian auntie like you shouldn't put nuzzit on him you shouldn't put that black eye on him and i literally was like something's gonna happen and not even 60 seconds later yeah same thing going down a street and yeah. just I don't know what you even say like when that happened I was just like at a loss for where I didn't even like react to watching it I was just like I I couldn't 
I couldn't believe it, and then at the same time, I could. I was like, I don't know. It's I, I just feel like with like the luck that this guy has, it's or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I don't know how else to explain it. It's just like bad luck. Like he has bad luck with things. Like uh, besides Lance Stroll, like nobody else's tires, you know, had a failure. But like. The fact that it had to be Verstappen on a race that he was leading and like just two or what was it three or two laps before finishing the race his tire goes out and he crashes and he's done that's like completely heartbreaking it was like five I don't even think it was that I think it was like two laps because they, no, did... they, they didn't know they did a um they had to bring the it was like 47 or something you're right I mean like official laps yeah. I think it was true. only two official laps that were left yeah. in the race. And um, there was, they did an out lap at 49 with the safety car 40 yeah, fit yeah. and then 50, 51. Yeah, 50 yeah. is when they like took off. Like flying laps, I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, that, um, I don't know, that just really sucks for him. And, uh, you know. It was awful because everything else had been so up to par. Like, um, you know, Verstappen was ahead you know he was ahead of the race we had um, he had a quick pit stop he had a sub two 1.9 right yeah. pit stop Perez actually was the one that got shafted by Red Bull because you know I think his like left rear or something didn't go on properly and his was 4.3 oh, yeah, that's right. that's so right. you know he was bringing up the rear um as I spit everywhere he was like bringing up the rear and you know but he was doing that bookend that they always wanted right it was a max um, Perez and then right behind them you know they were keeping the silver arrows at bay and he was really working hard to like be that person that's you know keeping Hamilton behind and that the great part of it was like even Hamilton had like a tiny bit of a hold up in the pit lane it was like 4.6 seconds because it wasn't going to be a safe release and like it caused you know Perez to be able to come out and you know at that time position two yeah and we were all rooting for Max, right? This is this is the race of Red Bull, like a one-two finish. We were all just kind of like, I think by lap 40, we were all just like, yes, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, we had a couple of drivers, you know, do, do mess-ups. Like, um, you know, Carlos Sainz, lap 11, just kind of locked up and ruined his entire race. Yeah, he went off onto the... Like, I don't know what they call that, the road. Like the runoff? The, the runoff road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was, I don't know. I think he just locked up and like, but that was happening in quality definitely. Like a lot of drivers were doing that. Yeah. They were just like locking up and, and going into that runoff area. Yeah. Which, um, that's unfortunate for him, you know, because I think he was having a pretty good race up until that point. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's part of driving in a street circuit. Like, you know, there's tight turns you got to know when to brake brake properly try not to lock up yeah and um it is what it is right he started in p5 finished in p8 yeah um i mean it was lucky that it was at the beginning of the race so that he didn't have to really i mean lose all the points yeah. um i mean uh, Merce, or, uh, sorry ferrari had like a pretty good end right four and eight they were both in the points yeah. which i know that's not what benotto really wanted but um, obviously they want to be like up there yeah but, but considering i think you know they're doing they're doing decent um and i mean like you know where would carlos have been if that you know if he didn't go off into that runoff 
part of me thinks you he could have beaten Leclerc, to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. So, um... The, I guess with, like, you know, so that was, you know, Lance Stroll had that huge, you know, incident. He was out. And then, obviously, Max, in, four, in you know, the 40s laps, he just still breaks my heart to say it, you know, because he had such a good race. So, um... And then, you know, the the red flag, right? The red flag comes about. And, you know, obviously between this, we're seeing some decent passing. But for the most part, you're right. It was a street circuit. You know, we had people kind of staying where they were for the most part, other than maybe in, like, the back end. Um, but then we had the restart, you yeah. know, after the red flag. Yeah. And that was pretty that, crazy. That was nuts. Um I mean, they had the standing start, which wasn't... I mean, throughout this whole race, like, Vettel was, like, making moves and whatnot. But the standing start, like, you get, you know, all the cars there. And everyone kind of assumes, like... I assumed, like, even with Perez, like, on on the front there, I was like, I don't know how, like, how much he could hold off Hamilton. Like, Perez is great and everything, but I think, like, Hamilton is very good off of, off of starts. Especially even if he's in second, mm. um, he can usually, like, make his way into first and just start pulling away. So, like, and it was crazy because, like, that's exactly what happened up until he got to the first turn and just sailed right by Kept everybody. Going. Which I mean, was, like, the craziest turn of events on, I mean, Verstappen crashing was pretty bad, but then Hamilton, like, completely screwing up the race and like drifting right off was the lord answered uh, my prayers don't even say that that's so rude he did i was gutted i was so sad i was screaming profanities yeah absolutely upset couldn't believe the terrible luck that max had had i'm emotionally involved in my 2019 friends lives now that <laughs> we're not friends um, I'm so emotionally involved in just the fact that he's come so far and he had all these DNFs last year to see him out of the championship and just see P1 in Lewis's hands. And the thought of hearing the English anthem again was giving me anxiety. God. And so for me to see that Hamilton, I mean, obviously you never hope for a crash or an error, nothing like that. I mean, you can hope for errors. You can't hope for errors. That's what you should hope for, I think, yeah. in games like in uh, races like this. I was hoping for a miracle because to see Max get out of the championship when it's just so hard to come back from 18 or 25 points. So that was like redemption. That's what I kept messaging all, all my F1 friends. I was like, redemption, redemption, you know, because yeah. it was. Yeah. You knew that even if this race was a wash, you could truly celebrate Checo winning. Because yeah. you knew that Hamilton wasn't just going to take his eighth championship. Did you hear what um, exactly, like, happened, like, with him? The party button thing? No. Who? So Hamilton, apparently, and this is, I, I'm assuming, like, I don't know how right, correct this is, but they were saying that they have, like, a mode <gasps> during formation laps where, I, I don't know exactly what it is i don't know if the brakes are just applied automatically a little bit or something along those lines but they have some kind of mode on the car that involves the brakes during a formation lap where it allows them to like heat up mm -hmm. 
um, while the formation lap is happening. So yeah. it does something to the brakes, which I don't know if they're just touching a little bit, um, and and it it heats the uh, the brakes up a little bit prior to a to a race. So that's why, like, even when they were like looking to do the restart you know that shot they had and there was all that smoke coming out of like hamilton's tires yeah that's because like they have a mode that heats up the brakes that's why there was like so much smoke coming out and apparently he i don't know if he hit the switch again or if he just forgot to take it off but that mode was on and that's why he like the car didn't break like it should have going through the first turn and he just this like this was sailed. the turn yeah and this was hamilton he like sailed right by so Ooh. Hamilton finished in, I think, 15th in this race. Yes. And um, Perez won the whole thing. This is his second win and, like, his second Grand Prix win with over Perez. Yeah. Like, uh, within the next couple years. I don't know his full history, but, like, he won won last year one race. um, And then he won this race here. So that's his, like, second win. How amazing was it to um, hear the Mexican anthem? Yeah, that was pretty cool to see him up there. And then also <sighs> Vettel in second, and then Pierre Gasly in third. Ah, it was so amazing. Gasly at the end, he, I'm yelling again, he, do you ever have to adjust the volume for me because I just started no, screaming? No. I should mess but with But when it. you start talking like that, <laughs> then it's like a little tricky. So at the end, <laughs> Gasly was fighting for his podium. He earned that podium. He deserved that podium. I don't care what anybody says. He went like so, like it was Gasly, Leclerc, Gasly, Leclerc, Gasly, Leclerc, like up until the last street before the end of the race. Like it was amazing to watch them too. And they have such camaraderie afterwards. I saw them both congratulate each other. Yeah. And it was so nice to see. I mean, it was a young no, I mean, Chuckle's not young, but, like, it was a young person's finish. It was, well, and Vettel's already old, too. Vettel's not that old. He's old. How, what's, how old is he? He's, like, in his 30s, how maybe? How old is Sebastian Vettel? 33! Yeah. He's old. He's not that old. Cam's 33. Wow. Are you going to be 34 this year? I can't even remember. I can't remember either. 33. You're going to be 33 this yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Vettel's age. Old. Um, anyways, so we, you know, we had obviously like two somewhat old people, Checo and Versa- uh, Vettel, and then we had like Gasly, Charles Leclerc, and then Norris finished P five, and I can't be happy enough for Norris. You yeah. know, he deserved that. Um, but it was just such a hectic end to the race, I, and I feel like we didn't even talk about the red flag that happened with Stroll. So I think at one point, Max Verstappen had a good, I want to say five to seven second lead over Hamilton. But then Stroll had his major tire blowout. And then it caused like a restart of the race. And, you know, he had to sneak everybody up and then, you know, went. And that's where I believe Hamilton got initially into P2. Um, He was in position two because he got like... um, he the got toe. ahead, I think. Or maybe he got the toe at the beginning. No, sorry. He got the toe at the beginning where he was able to pass Charles. Yeah. That was at the beginning of the race. But anyways, in the, the restart after Stroll, I mean, that was so interesting just to see everyone bunched up again, right? Yeah. I feel like that helped a lot of the people who maybe messed up, like 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 um, Carlos Sainz. Like, it really helped him because he was... 
like down and out of the race in lap 11, you know, after he went off into the runoff area. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, two crazy restarts and then the two championship leaders, I mean, Verstappen more than Hamilton, out of the race. Yeah. Um, Yuki Sonoda, you know, yeah. he wasn't happy with P7. He's an angry little child. I mean, considering Gasly got third. Yeah. Gasly's been in F1 for how many years, Kamal? Yeah, Yuki's, Yuki's, Yuki has a hell of a temper. Like, yeah. something is up with that kid. Like, he gets so mad when he's racing. And even in, even in the, even in the, one of the things, like, they were asking him, he's like, I don't know why I get like that, but I just get, he's like, he gets, he gets so angry, man. And that's really, that's like a little disappointing to see. Um... I don't know, but then again, like racing, like the fastest cars in the world is um, obviously high stress, high stress and high intensity. Like but you don't feel like Vettel know. yelling at his race. Vettel's all up in his engineer. car, like singing all these Italian songs and all this stuff. <laughs> he's you know, so cute about it. It was like, yeah, he's uh, but no, Gasly had like an amazing race. Even like the last few laps, uh, when they were finishing off the race, and he had, I think. Um, he had Norris and Leclerc, yeah, mm-hmm. on his butt, and he like kept them at bay. Like that was that whole little battle over the last two, three laps was like insane. But he was able to hold it out and uh, and keep the place. But yeah, good on him for for pulling that off. It was cool to see him get a podium. But you that know. was amazing to see. I, I think that was amazing to see. Um, the other comeback kid that I was really proud of, Norris, you know, came from ninth into P five. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't he knew that the McLaren wasn't gonna kill it, but he also I mean put mad points up for his uh for his team and I just think he's a consistent driver. I'll always say that he's a consistent driver. I feel like I feel like with Norris, like if he qualifies well on a race, like he has a, like an amazing shot. Yeah. To get on podium. You know, like he's, it seems like the cars are really like performing like really, really well. So, and you know, if he qualified better, if I don't even know with Ricardo, I think Ricardo's, Ricardo's like not, I don't think he's found his groove with the car just yet, Mm-mm. but Norris for sure. Like if he qualifies well, I feel like on the races that he has qualified well, he's done really well and uh, podiumed a few times. So, yeah. um, it's 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 not just where you start; it's where you finish. But it does matter where you start. You know of what course. I mean? It does, and it especially helps. in a race like <laughs> it helps. a street circuit. But I mean, he really again made up the proper spots for all the DNFs. He went from ninth to fifth. So yeah, yeah. I can't be mad at him. I mean, he's the this what his third year. Like he's third, second. Who? Lando. Lando. He hasn't been in F one that long. Three years. I haven't been that long at all. It's been three years. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, I mean, because I remember when he started with McLaren and, and Carlos Sainz was there as well. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just, I, 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 I'm not mad at the fact that he was in fifth place. Like, I feel like that is where I expected him to be. I would have been kind of surprised if he got higher. I would have been disappointed if he was lower. Consistent driver. Ricardo just needs to get it together. I mean, Alonso finished in sixth. He finished behind Norris. Like, yeah. It's it's just I need Ricardo to get his act together. I think Norris is kind of the like story of the. McLean. I mean, so far he's just he's like the guy to watch. 
yeah. this season, you know, because they talk a lot about, like, development, and it's like, you're, you're not really seeing too many guys, like, you know, like, I mean, we'll see how Ricardo does, but thus far, like, maybe Ricardo from here on out will have, like, an amazing season, but thus far, like, Norris has been the one that's really, like, shined and been doing really well. I think him and Leclerc are really showing, like, great consistency in the top. Yeah. Um, you know, Gasly, like, is... He's inconsistent. He's inconsistent, but he had a great race and he podiumed and everything, but... What happened when it was not... Monza, though? Didn't he win Monza and then the next race he, like, yeah. crashed or yeah. something or did yeah. not finish? And it's like... I really appreciate that's why like it's gutting it's so gut like wrenching it's heartbreaking when Verstappen doesn't get what I feel like he deserves um you know we have like it's it's odd to see two consistent drivers in a single team yeah you know and I feel like we see that you know Verstappen and Checo consistent drivers you don't see it in Mercedes Checo isn't as consistent though Sometimes he has good races, sometimes he I has feel bad like races. more than not he's been consistent unless something like look at Fomo, look at this race. He finished and his race engineer was like, Good job. Stop the car, stop the car, stop yeah. the car. Like he he is the comeback kid. He makes the tires work. Who? He, Checo? Checo. Yeah. Well their car was like on <laughs> like they I I don't even think they thought they would finish that race. No, they didn't. You that? Like they were saying like his car was having some kind of crazy issue or crazy problem and they barely like pushed it all the way they barely finished the race allegedly like he didn't even make it back to the to park his car <laughs> b behind the sign like they literally needed him to stop the car right there and pull over that was the funniest i think commenting it was like great job everyone's celebrating in the background stop the car stop the car stop the car stop the car <laughs> so Funny. It was, uh, yeah, that was kind of. I was wondering when they were doing that. I was like, why the hell is he telling them to stop the car right away? But I think with these cars, it's not like it's not like any other car where it's like it mitigates itself and keeps things in a safe place. Like with this, they manually adjust everything, and you just drive it, and that's that. So I think they kind of had it like you know, for a better lack of a term, like redlining for for a little while they pushed it to the extreme limit and then i think to prevent any damage or anything they had to have him just like turn it off completely just yeah. in case but he's good at like maneuvering that what is the race where he was on the outlap and he almost didn't make it to the um to the line to oh yeah where do... you have to restart yes you have to refire the you know engine. it's like and so when you say he's not consistent maybe he's not consistent with like the marks but he's consistent in the effort that he puts into driving that car and literally squeezing every single bit of power out of it. Yeah. And he's done that in every car he's been in. You know what I mean? Yeah. What a crazy podium it was. Every single person on that podium had been ousted from a team. Vettel had been ousted from Ferrari. Checo had been ousted from, um, well, now Aston Martin. And Gasly from... Red Bull. Oh, Red, Gassy's been out of Red Bull for a minute now. Whatever. It was a very cool picture-perfect moment. Just you know. let me... Yeah, it's not that. your typical, like, podium in terms of teams or drivers. I mean, Red Bull, yeah, you see Red Bull up there, but this is Austin Martin's first podium. Yeah. And uh, obviously, Alfa Tori, you don't see up there, like, a lot. I think we saw Pierre once last year. That's it. Yeah. Right? So, no, it's always nice to see. It's always interesting to see like other drivers up there i like to see either max or anybody else 
Tell me how you really feel. Except Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize to anyone but who I mean, does follow me. I mean, when you me when you God see, but that. when you see Lewis Hamilton winning every race and Max Verstappen getting second, it just it makes things way too predictable. You yeah. know, and it makes things honestly makes up one a little boring. Yeah. When he's just like literally, it's like, oh, Lewis Hamilton takes first, and oh, Lewis Hamilton wins the whatever Grand Prix, his sons will win. It's like. Yeah, okay, we've heard this oh, so many yeah. times. Like, Remember, they're like, this is the first race in, I don't know, like, however many races, like, 50 or 90 races that Hamilton hasn't finished, or no, hasn't gotten points. Points, yeah. And I was like, how the heck are you guys keeping track? Like, I want to, I don't want to, you know, I get that it's like a huge streak and it's coming to an end, but somebody asked me, they're like, you're not happy, because you're just not happy because Max didn't win. And I was like, I'm actually incredibly happy at the results. I'm just, it's not that I didn't want like Hamilton to finish or to get points or whatever, but it's just nice to see people's skills come out in the way that they do. Like Vettel was able to push it and show us kind of what he was made of and that glory that he had back at Red Bull and Ferrari. Um, And for Checo, I think, I mean, like, did you did you hear what uh, Christian Horner said? He's like, he's here to stay. Mm. I mean, I don't want to see the same BS Red Bull turnover. I think Christian Horner is very like total wolfy yeah, in the like things he says. Ball, I think so. he's saying he's saying the things that play well to the media, but he clearly has no problem Ousting. moving and getting rid of drivers when they don't work for him. For example, Daniel Ricciardo. Um, Alex he didn't Albon. get rid of him. That's so not true. He, Daniel... he, did, he didn't. He didn't get rid of him, but he didn't like the story. According to Daniel Ricardo, is like they were pushing Verstappen. Like I don't think he got rid of Ricardo, but I don't think he was not. I don't think he was like miffed to see him leave. He was incredibly miffed to see him leave. Oh yeah, he was. He was incredibly miffed to see him leave. That yeah, the whole thing with Renault. Right. But no, Netflix got it right, and I did do my fact-checking after that. Oh, my God. Ricardo just literally... I mean, Christian Horner was shocked. He's, like, not not attached to drivers. Like, that, like... uh, Like, I mean, Verstappen, yes, he is. But that's the only... But it's the same with Mercedes. Like, I think they're attached to Lewis, but they they could... They wouldn't care if the second driver comes in. I know. Right? So... But I think that... I think that it was amazing to have Checo do kind of what they wanted. He was playing Bottas. You know, because that's what Bottas does. Bottas plays the bookend. He keeps the rest of the um, the rest of the grid away from Lewis, so that Lewis can shine and have clean air. You know, yeah. It's he was do I was yeah he was. Did he, you look up the reference yet? No, but like I get what it I get what it means. Really, um, you know the thing is like I think if you think about it though, when it comes to like Lewis Hamilton. If there was no Max Verstappen, like, Lewis would be just, like, completely destroying every other driver mm-hmm. here, right? I think that's why when, like, because he, he really doesn't have any other competition, to be honest. Yeah. Um, other than Max Verstappen. So, if, like, if Verstappen goes out, it's just kind of like when people are like, okay, yeah, Lewis Hamilton, like, wins. And it's like... It's not like like he's a great driver and I admire him and everything and it's all great, but it just doesn't give the races that excitement that I think people like to see. You know, when they they want to see, and that's what F one is trying to do with all the changes and yeah. all these things that they're making. They want to make it more competitive because I think a lot of people, and it's not just me, like a lot of people feel the same way when they watch F one. They're like, 
you know, it's it can get kind of boring yeah. after a little while, right? So if you have the exact same person winning all the time, qualifying all the same, and, you know, winning all the races, like, who wants to see that? You want to see some competition, right? You also see, want to see Mazepin go off at the, you know, the runoffs and stuff. That was hysterical. Why are you hating on Mazepin? Now? I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. He ended up turning around, lap like 22, 23, 24. Yeah. And those guys were like, Mazepin, Mazepin. And then he like went off and stuff. And they were like, oh my God, we did it. Yeah. And then almost didn't let Verstappen and Perez pass properly. Like, that's not your job. Your job, Nikita Mazepin, is to hold up Hamilton, not to hold uh. up Max, not to hold, hold up Checo. Like, know your role and let's play nicely with others. Um, I just don't feel he plays nicely with others. I don't think he's a proper playmate. I don't yeah. think he's nice friends. I don't know if he has friends in F1, to be honest with you. I don't know. I wonder. I want to look into that at one point. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of the race, I guess. What else is there to talk about during, for the race? That was really it, I think. Um, I was really happy to see Sonoda. I don't think he's happy to see it, but I'm happy to see him get his first points of Formula One that I'm aware of. And he qualified. He, he did a great job. He did a great race. He just has to get his attitude under control. Um, I mean, I'm ex- I guess we can't really do predictions for France because we'll be doing quali and the race next time. Right? Yeah. We'll be doing quality in the race? Yeah, same, same time, right? We'll be reviewing qualification and the race. Are we? Yeah, because we're going to do the next race. Welcome to Priya's podcast. Well, I'm now next, running this podcast. Then, oh, whoa, this changed. Yeah, so we're doing France next. Oh, I don't have it in my calendar anymore. I removed it. So France is in um, nine days. So we're going to be doing, um, we'll be recording our next podcast after france so that we can cover quali and the race so that's we, right that's right yes your yeah. idea yeah but that's what i was saying we should start doing that from now on mm-hmm. instead yeah so i was just informing our four viewers about it let me let me we have more than that we have millions of viewers okay we have four we have i don't millions. even think our moms follow us that's fine though other people's moms they're not us. gonna watch yeah so power car this is an interesting circuit very interesting there circuit. are two dr two drs zones why is there a drs zone there you get it all the way down this yeah. way oh it's like oh they show it in green that's really cool yeah where the drs zones are yeah this is kind of track with a lot of straights um and you know who does well on the straights yeah hamilton yeah well we'll see yeah the red bulls are competitive this year they are but they're you more know. competitive at the twisty tourneys you know what i mean they just are it just yeah. is what it is but Anything can happen, right? Yep, and I don't like to make predictions until I see quality either. Okay, so. all right. Sorry. Well, I mean, anything, like you said, anything can happen. Anything can happen. So, um, I guess that's it. I'm looking forward to, I think they got like a triple header, right? Isn't it back to back to back for the next few weeks, like back to back races? We have upcoming, yes, we do. France, Austria, Austria. Gonna be the really Red Bull ring. Oh, man. Max does well there. Yeah, but he DNF'd there once last year. That was yeah. horrific. But he's quick on that on that circuit. That's I oh, like I'm that so circuit excited. a lot. Yeah. That's such a cool circuit. It's I like know. up in the mountains and stuff. It's beautiful. I mean, I this one it. was beautiful, too. This one was Castle. It's like... Yeah. That's cool. I mean, yeah, that's cool. But I really like the scenic ones like that are in the mountains. Okay, I get it. Those Castles are, cool are just circuits. not bougie enough for you. <laughs> it is what it is. I get it. 
So yeah, tune in next time. We're gonna be um, Cam's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna be traveling for work a little bit, yeah. but I mean that won't change anything. I'm gonna be watching the race, um, like from a hotel room possibly. We might be recording but, as a but, Zoom call. But the um, no, I think we'll do the the next one here at home. We should be able to get it done here at home. Apparently. So we'll do that, and then um, let us know if there's anything to our actually four viewers anything you guys want us to know or talk about talk about let us know or anything we missed that you guys yeah or anything we were caught, wrong about <laughs> rumors yeah conspiracy theories anything. send them to us on instagram too a lot of people follow us on instagram yeah. yeah and uh yeah make sure you guys subscribe on spotify if you're not listening on spotify already um or if you are you're probably already subscribed um and if not head over to the youtube channel or search at the F1 My Life podcast on YouTube. You should find the channel, and you can watch the video version. Which I think is a lot more fun than listening well. to us. Yeah, you can see us. You see us in all of our glory and the same couch and pillows. Awesome. No blankets, though. Yeah, no blankets. Come back for winter. Thanks, guys. Time for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yep. Shoot, it's like 8.30. Dinner time. All right, bye. Catch you on the next one. Bye.